Hey, welcome to the Sunbrook Takeaway, and we know that to make headway, you need a takeaway. That's right. I'm That's Tanner right. Treffin, and we're here with Pastor Joey Rumble. Pastor Joey, loved your sermon on yak and life-giving relationships mm-hmm. this Sunday. Uh, what was your takeaway from the sermon this Sunday? You know, what? what's speaking to me personally that I wanted to help drive home uh, for everyone is that God builds his kingdom relationally. Uh, so we use yak, you know, yards after contact with a football player illustration but in our walk with God to take spiritual steps walk with God in the midst of pain I'm just realizing more and more we need life-giving relationships and how to uh, build those life-giving relationships is kind of what spoke to me yeah, uh, I loved uh, your illustration that you do up there with Jess Heath on the stage uh, showing um, what yak is, yards after contact. And I don't know, I think Patrick Mahomes might be jealous of the spin move you do up there uh, on the stage. I'm sure he wouldn't be with that. <laughs> <laughs> he sure came through with a high ankle sprain and won the Super Bowl. That was pretty awesome. Yeah. Shout out awesome. to the Chiefs. Oh, yeah. Um, my my takeaway uh, is um, that – for life-giving relationships, we all want to be known. Um, that really just impacts me. Um, and, to, and to be known and to know others well, you need to be a good listener. Um, and so more and more, I am trying to grow in that ability to be a good listener because it impacts everything. It impacts marriage. It impacts uh, work relationships, friendships, uh, family. Um, it's huge to become a good listener. So what what's some tips you have to kind of grow in that life-giving relationship there. yeah on the to be known the good listener you know you had that illustration that you gave us with solar when you were in um getting your teaching degree with the i, I think the s was uh uh what was the s square up square up not the fight yeah <laughs> but yeah. To listen. yeah the square up and what were and then uh what was the o Oh, is having an open posture. A lot of times okay. you can kind of look a little angry, you know, if you got your arms crossed. Right. So if you open up, it just looks yeah. a little more friendly. L? L was the lean in. You know, you don't right. want to, you want to show that, wow, this is so interesting. Now yeah. I'm going to lean in and pay real close attention. And then the next one? Uh, e, eye contact. And that's big. You like yeah. you're sharing on the stage uh, in our day and age, it's so easy to watch TV and talk, to be on your cell phone and be talking. And so to give someone your eyes is a real gift and shows that, uh, hey, uh, you're really important to me and I'm going to give you the attention of my eyes as well. Yeah. And then the R for reflect back. I think that's the hardest one, reflect back, because uh, often when we're talking to people, you're trying to think about what you want to share or Mm -hmm. something else in your brain. And you're not listening as well as you should be. And so reflecting back and paraphrasing back of what you heard and what you think they said really takes true listening. You yeah. can't fake it. Um, uh, so that one, I think, is the most powerful one of all of them. Yeah, yeah. For And so we, that's where I used the ping-pong illustration of just – I'm just learning more and more conversation of being totally reflecting back uh, with the, the conversation being the ping-pong and your, or the discussion – you're just, I think it's an art that you can continue to grow in. I just won't, I think, and I think what we consider, we just don't think it's that important. When I think, because God builds his kingdom relationally, being able to really be a good listener so people can be known. So a lot of times, uh, people don't have to have, like if they have an opinion, it, it doesn't have to go their way. They just want to be known that their uh, th- their perspective is listened to and mattered, and and that 
that's in any relationship. Yeah, that was like taken in consideration at least, yeah. and taken the time to be heard. Um, yeah. And I love the illustration you did with the ping pong with Jenny. If you missed it, it was in first service yeah. uh, where Joey hit the ball to Jenny, and she hit it back uh, from the crowd. And so um, I, I just gotta know when you and Jenny play ping pong back at the the barn at Pinehurst. Is she slam dunk on you? Is she beating you? How's that go? <laughs> it's kind of. I, I think I'm the better ping pong player, but we, you know, she'll she'll beat me occasionally. She beats occasionally. And the second service, it was John Ionis, and he he had a perfect hit right back to me. And I, I whiffed. I just missed it. If you watch it on video, I just missed it. So we know John's the better ping pong player. Yeah, than you. that's right. That's right. <laughs> That's awesome. So what's some other things that we can do to really keep getting those yards after contact and spiritually to keep pressing on when we're going through pain in our relationship with Jesus? Yeah. Um, well, we, we're looking at life-giving relationships. Um, and the, the second point about being safe and, uh, not, and, and obviously if God calls you to do something, you need to be obedient to that, uh, regardless of, you know, how safe you feel like it is or whatever. Like some people have a, pho- I use the illustration. Some people have a phobia of public speaking. Uh, but in that, um, if God called you to do it, you need to do it and be obedient to it. what really what I'm leaning into on safety is emotionally, physically, like if you're speeding and you're, someone, your parent, if you're a teenager, your parent gets upset with you. Uh, hey, you don't need to be speeding. They're concerned about your safety. Uh, that's important, but also understanding you have a desire to be safe and whatever other relationship, they have a desire for safety as well. So you're uh, looking, uh, you know, the, the golden rule, do as unto others as you'd have them do unto you from a relationship with God. I, I think it's just important to understand that you go to God to meet your needs first and then you value other people's needs uh, to minister to them as well. Mm. So let me practice a little solar listening here, and let me try to reflect back on what you just said. Um, So what what I'm hearing is that when you're in the car and uh, your spouse or your friend or whoever is telling you, slow down, and you're thinking they're being so just frustrating and annoying. Controlling. Like, how dare they tell me what to do? They're really, (laughs) they're not trying to be all that. They're just scared. Yeah, they want to be safe. And they're they're just worried, and, and they might not have communicated the best way to you, but they're trying to express a need yeah. to you. And that's and so the good thing there is, think about it. If you're in the passenger seat and the other person who's driving, a friend or your spouse, whoever, and they're speeding or they're on their cell phone, you're you're scared too. You want to be safe. But the one driving tends to be more in control because they have the steering wheel. And so uh, understanding, putting yourself in their shoes, that's which is Matthew 7, 12, I, th- I really believe. So. so if you if you know what those key needs are, like uh, to be known and to be safe, it kind of gives you like a compassion to, to know where they're coming from and, and why they're reacting the way they are. Is that, is that I, I think so. I, 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 that's where it really helps me when I realize, oh, I have these needs, but you have them as well. And everyone we, whether it's our coworker relationships, our, our friends, uh, classmates, uh, if we're married, spouse, kids, grandkids, whatever, you know, they all have that need. So it, I feel like it lowers the uh, playing field. It, it kind of helps you say, oh, this is attainable. I can succeed at life-giving relationships because I have this need and you have that need. So I can say, okay, what would I want someone to meet that need for my life and, and try to do that for the other person as well? Mm, that's so good. 
Um, so let's get personal here a little bit. Um, in these two needs that we brought up in life-giving relationships of to be known and to be safe, uh, has anyone, or can you think of any example of where someone has really met those needs, Any anything they did significant or special that they showed uh, that they really wanted to get to know you or they made you feel safe? Yeah, uh, Jenny, my wife, we were just uh, out for lunch, and just the conversations we had, um, we're uh, uh, recording this on Valentine's Day, so we're out for Valentine's lunch, and we were just chatting about some of our earliest Valentines. Remember the first year I gave her a flower, and the second year it was this little plastic candy deal with uh, some candy, and it. it was a see-through plastic little bear, and she remembered that. So it was like, man, th- this matters to her that, you know, I felt known. I felt like, you know, she had, uh, and this remembered that, but we had conversations about it where we kind of reflected back and forth uh, on that. So that's good. I I think the other piece, it's so important with this is to remember the, the big win here is if you realize God is the only one that can meet this need perfectly. So you got to go to the Lord first to meet, get that need met. And then from that, you love him in return because you know, he loves you and he's, uh, there ministering to you. And from that, then you're able in a healthy way to, strive to help people be known, help people be safe. But you know you're known by God and that God cares for uh, you being uh, resting and safe in his arms. Yeah, Um, that's huge. I think of, uh, when you think about God's character, uh, that one of the things about God is his omniscience, that he's all-knowing, and and that he's the one uh, that Psalm 139 talks about, that he formed you in your mother's womb. Um, and that he's like known you from from the creation of the world, and so when when I think about no one understands me, no one gets me, you know, I'm just different, and, and you feel like you just are having those intimacy of friendships or relationships you want. That in your prayer life, you can go to God knowing that you are fully known uh, by God in, in your deepest way, um, and even in all your sins, all your struggles, all your fears and failures. Uh, and the thing is, he doesn't just know you, and he's not disgusted by you and hates your guts, but he delights in you. <laughs> like, God, why, if you know me that well, I am shocked that you would give your life for mm-hmm. me and, and, and to die for me. And I think that shows the fullness of God's love, that he would know us in that fullness of a way, but, but still choose us and pursue us in that way. So, so. Right, so being assured of that, and in that close walk with God, then you carry that into your relationships, even with your enemies, even with the people that you struggle to get along with, you carry that kind of close, intimate walk with the Lord of being known like that. And then from that, you're you're more healthy, not perfect, you're not going to get a perfect, but you're more healthy to help people be known uh, that they, they have value and, and that they can be safe, uh, you know, helping them, uh, making decisions that help them uh, to be safe when, when, when those opportunities present themselves. So I, I think that's the key. I think it's huge. So uh, for the congregation listening, people uh, online listening, uh, any f- final thought, encouragement of how they could walk better in life-giving relationships? Yeah, so the, the biggie is remembering uh, and we're going to look at three more of them uh, this coming week, but remembering that uh, 
these desires that are common for everybody uh, to not forget them. Uh, so the two to be known and then to uh, be safe that you you one of the biggest things is not to forget it, it to make sure that you you remember okay i'm gonna uh to continue to take uh walk steps in our walk with god in the midst of challenges personal pain and, and part of that is life-giving relationships uh, to remember okay everyone else has this value to be known and to be safe and i do as well so to remember that and then just practice it don't expect perfection. I would say just per, just practice it and, and continue to um, uh, get a little bit better at it. It's kind of like ping pong. You, you got to practice it to get a little bit better in con- conversations. Uh, so that that's kind of what I see. How about you? Well, I, I was thinking as you were talking, and hopefully I was listening too. As you were talking. <laughs> <laughs> but I was thinking about um, just that need to, to be known and, and how important is uh, in work environments uh, as an owner or business leader or manager as you're working with employees and staff. Uh, one thing I think you do really well as uh, the leader of our church here and, and me being on staff is it's not just work, 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 but I also feel like you de- you deeply care about us and that you want us you want to know us and know what our passions are, what our dreams are, what our fears are, what we're going through in our family life. And, and some ways you do that is we just have fun together. You know, sometimes we go out and play a little can jam or mm-hmm. a cornhole or some of the things like that. Or we go on a retreats as a staff and, and kind of get away together and uh, just find together to be known. And so that, that's important if you want to build that culture of, of meeting people's needs um, on your team that you show them that kind of care and, and that you want to get to know them as well. So good job. Thank you for oh, caring yeah. for me. Oh, thanks for sharing that. Uh, and I think on the, along those lines, uh, another takeaway I feel like for the entire church is whatever uh, job you do, whatever that is, uh, in your meeting with uh, people that, you know, you're responsible, that, you know, they're reporting to you or uh, you're, you're, you're the level of boss or where you got to work with a team and you're all, uh, on the same team, f- checking in on them to see how they're doing first mm. before the agenda, before Ooh, what's going on. That's good. You know, we use the, you know, the highs, what, what are, what's going on high in your life right now? What's going on? And then what's your low or challenge? What's the challenge you're facing? I feel like that way someone knows you care about them before they, you know, getting the job done. I think it's huge because you're always going to have friction sometimes in relationship. But if they know that they, what's that statement? They care how much you know. They don't care how much you know till they know how much you care. Uh, I, I do think that's huge. Yeah, and I think that can even play into evangelism as a Christian because um, sometimes it's so hard to figure out the intro to get talking about Christianity stuff and if you just say hey how are you doing or you even ask the question of hey how can I pray for you um, most people are a little bit easier to talk about faith when you bring it up that way because you're trying to show them hey I care about you yeah, and, and I want to know what's going on in your life and, and I want to pray and even if someone doesn't think God is real or exists they still can feel that they can feel that you're coming from a place not of condemnation but of care um, and that can be a good lead into kind of Christian discussion yeah, yeah that's good Cool. Thank you for joining us for the Takeaway Podcast. And Pastor Joey, how do we make headway? Uh, To make headway, you need a takeaway. You need a takeaway. That's right. Awesome. God bless you guys.